Hi, and welcome to Making the Time podcast with Shelby Hughes. You are listening to Episode 6, Loving Your Friends Well. In this episode, we will talk about forever friends versus seasonal friends and how they are both important. We will also talk about how to make the time for our friends and why cultivating those friendships are important. And lastly, I will give you a few tips on how to cultivate friendships from a distance. So let's get started. So I want to start with a quote by Dina Maria Mulak um, in her book, A Life for a Life. And it says, Oh, the inexpressible comfort of feeling safe with a person, having neither to weigh thoughts nor measure words, but to pour them all out just as they are, chaff and grain together, knowing that a faithful hand will take and sift them, keep what is worth keeping, and then, with the breath of kindness, blow the rest away. My couple of closest friends know me all too well (laughs) that this quote can easily be said of me because I pour out so much of my heart and soul in the form of words, and it's good to have a friend who can hear them all and only keep what's necessary and just get rid of the rest. I think a lot of times friends come along, whether seasonal or long-term, to help us encourage and love on them, but also to help us grow as a person. Now, certainly there are forever friends, ones that maybe you met in your childhood and they have continued to be your friend through the ups and downs of life, through the seasons and the changes um, that time has brought with it. They have continued to be there. Some may not have that childhood friend, but many people do. And those friends are so special and it's so important to cultivate that particular friendship. However, there are other friendships that are near and dear and hold so much weight and so much importance. My closest friends include one from my childhood and one from this current season of life. Now, a forever friend is a beautiful gift, but so are seasonal friends. And it's interesting because when we have a seasonal friend, it seems like that friendship will last forever. But not all friendships are meant to last forever. Marriages may last forever if the husband and wife are growing together as a couple, giving and taking and learning from one another. However, friendships don't always last forever. There are a few reasons why some friendships are seasonal. The first one is that time changes things. At this season in life, I am both a mother and a wife. But several years ago, I was in college, and I wasn't married, and I was in a whole different state. And before that, I was a child and in high school. As time goes on, our lives change, and our lives look different, and our friendships with certain people sometimes shift because of the years and the time that change things. The second thing that makes A friendship seasonal is distance. And certainly that has to do with our lives changing. I think we can all name a few people who we thought we would be friends with forever. However, distance kept that from happening. Maybe you moved to a different state 
and your close friend did too. And you're both living lives that maybe are very similar or maybe are very different, but it's just the distance that makes it hard to grow a friendship. The third reason is that as the years go by, oftentimes we and our friends become different people. I am not the same person that I was even five years ago, and that's not a bad thing. I have become a wife and a mother, both of which are good things, both of which also take much of my time and energy and effort. And so sometimes different seasons of your life take away from other things, but it doesn't mean that those seasonal friendships aren't important because they are. And it doesn't mean that those friendships can't be cultivated in the future because maybe they will be. I know that when my mom lived on a Navy base in Connecticut, she had a friend who would come over and spend time with her while me and my brother and sister were little. And my mom talked about her all of the years that I was growing up But my mom and my dad had moved to West Virginia, and her friend had moved to Oregon. And so that distance sort of kept them apart, sort of put that friendship on hold. But it's funny, because my husband ended up in Oregon for his master's degree, and there was a point when we were engaged that I went out there to visit him and to visit Oregon, um, and we were actually able to meet up with my mom's good friend and my mom's friend, she's a photographer, and took engagement pictures for us. And then when we got married a couple years later, she flew herself to the church where we were married and took the pictures for that. And it's such a beautiful picture to me that some friendships end up getting put on hold because of distance or because people grow and life changes, but that doesn't mean that those friendships can't be cultivated later on in life. My mom and her close friend were able to catch up, but then they went back to their separate ways and their separate lives. And so maybe one of these days they'll be able to reconnect again, but just for those brief days and time, they had picked up where they had left off. It was a beautiful thing to watch. So how can we make the time for our friends? I think one of the most important things is to plan ahead. So I know that for my two closest friends, it takes planning a day to say, okay, this is, this is what my schedule looks like, and this is what my schedule looks like, and now here's the one day that will work for us, and we are going to get together on that day. So you plan ahead, and then you are able to carve out that intentional time for your friend. It might be a full day, it might be a few hours, but it's been planned out and so it'll be more likely to happen. And so that leads me into the next way that we can make the time for our friends. How can we make the time? Making the time may look like being intentional in our friendships. And so aside from just planning things ahead, We should also be thinking, how can I encourage uh, my friend today? And so, obviously, we can't give every single day to friends, especially if we have children and our lives are just so busy. But we can commit 
to finding ways to encourage a friend. So it might be sending them a text, you know, how are you doing today? It could be as simple as that. Or it might be um, calling them up on the phone, you know, the way people used to do it. Or it might be when you know that you have a day that you're going to be with them and you know the things that they're going through, to just have a word of encouragement for them. Sometimes a word of encouragement is just saying, this sucks, I agree with you, this sucks. <laughs> Sometimes a word of encouragement doesn't look like having the finest, most beautiful words. The last way that we can make the time for our friends is to go out of our way to love on them. So when my husband and I went through a miscarriage back in October of 2017, there were many people who showered love on us from our church, but there were a few friends in particular who really just went out of their way to show love, and it brought us so much healing to know that we were cared for in that season. And so we had a friend who brought us a meal and another friend, a letter at the time that I needed it. And one of my closest friends sent me a gift. And another close friend who sent flowers and a little note. It's hard not to get choked up just thinking about all of the love that people went out of their way to show. Making the time for your friends requires going out of your way. Requires showing love, especially in the moments that are hard and difficult. And I don't even think that we always realize when our friends are going through difficult times because they may not always tell us. So sometimes showing love, going out of your way to show love, might look like writing a letter and sending it even if you don't know the present circumstances that they are going through. So why should we cultivate those friendships? Well, first of all, people need to feel cared for. We live in a broken world a broken world that brings us broken and painful things, and at other times brings us beauty and joy. But at almost any given time, our friends are going through something. Might be major, it might be minor, but they're going through something, and it is so important that our friends feel cared for. Second, our friends help us through this journey. The close friend that I have from my childhood has been there for me through every single season of my life so far. And that is such a beautiful gift. But even the seasonal friends help us through the journey too. The seasonal friends who may have a lot in common with us or may not have so much in common with us, but maybe live relatively close to us. The seasonal friends help us too. Third, we learn who we are by showing love to others. We make the time for our friends because it helps us learn who we are. It helps us grow as people. And it helps us do this because if we are being a good friend, we are showing love to them and we are encouraging them along the way. And they also encourage us and it just comes all full circle. And while having a relationship with God comes first and foremost, and while having a spouse is a beautiful gift and sometimes the best of friendships, and while having our children and giving them most of our time and our energy brings joy, there is nothing quite like those close friendships. 
even those seasonal friendships where we might not be talking right now, but we could easily pick up where we left off and it would be beautiful and life-giving and encouraging. And finally, some tips for cultivating those long-distance friendships. Certainly, life is busy. Sometimes, as friends, we move apart and life continues on for us and life continues on for them and we all find new friends in different seasons of our lives. But it doesn't mean that we can't every once in a while make the time for the friendship that is long distance. So some of those tips I have, which come a little bit from the long distance relationship I had while my husband and I were dating and engaged are these. The first tip I have is that you just simply reach out to your friend every once in a while It might look like once every few months and just see how they're doing and just have a small conversation, catch up, even if it's through a message or an email. But I would go even a step further to say that maybe you call them on the phone or or plan a video chat night together or maybe you sit down and you write them a letter and then you mail it to them. Something that is a little bit more tangible goes a long way with a long distance friendship. Another way might be to send them a small gift around their birthday or to send them a Christmas card with a letter at Christmas time. And ultimately, when your season of life finally allows you some breathing room to make the time to travel and see them yourself, and that might be years away, but I'm sure you'll be able to pick up where you left off. I will end this podcast with a quote by Henry David Thoreau. It says, be true to your work, your words, and your friends. It has been so much fun to be able to record these podcasts for the month that all center around relationships. We've talked about how to love God well when he doesn't always feel as tangible as, say, the person sitting next to us. And that was season three, Loving God Well. We talked about the importance of having dates, even when you're married, in episode four, Loving Your Spouse Well. In episode five, we talked about how to love your children well, how to slow down on the managing in order to carve out the necessary time for them. And here, in episode six, We've talked about how to love our friends well, even the long-distance friendships. But now, as we move into a new month, I am excited to bring in a different theme. And that theme will be making the time for those dreams that you have. And so I've picked a few dreams of mine that may also happen to be dreams of yours. They may not be, but I think regardless, you will still be able to learn how to make the time for the dreams that you have, and how those dreams are important. So I hope you'll join me next Friday for episode 7 and the start of a new theme, Be a Dreamer. podcasts, 
I hope to include scripture or to direct you to scripture that you can read on your own time. And so if you are looking to learn more about what the Word says about friendships, I would recommend um, searching in Proverbs because Proverbs teaches many things about how to be a genuine friend. And there are many verses on friendships within Proverbs. And the book A Life for a Life can be found through Google Books for free. I will include a link in the podcast description. And you can head to my website, shelbylhughes.com slash podcast to grab that link under episode six. And as always, thank you for making the time to listen.